Diesel still causes deaths around the world. In 2019, we had globally the most reported measles cases in 23 years. One of our constant challenges with measles is that you have to be relentless in vaccinating children. We need 95% vaccine coverage with two doses of measles vaccine. Since the COVID pandemic has started, we saw big decreases in immunizations. We've also seen interruptions in measles surveillance, so the number of reported cases has dropped in 2020. One of the things that we've been able to do is to better estimate where our immunity gaps are in populations, to be much more focused on early detection and a quicker response to measles outbreaks. We've got a great vaccine. It's been in use for 50 years, and all we need to do is provide two doses of vaccine to children everywhere, and we can eliminate measles. According to the World Health Organization, 95% of measles deaths occur in low-income countries with poor health infrastructures. Let's talk about why this matters. Welcome to Who Cares? Our podcast is about general diseases of poverty. Today, we will be specifically discussing measles. The name is a pun on how there seems to be little care about diseases of poverty, but who, also known as the World Health Organization, does care. Poverty is a major social determinant of health, which are conditions, either economic or social, that determine differences in health across a population. Because of poverty's great effect on health, diseases of poverty are quite common and widespread. A disease of poverty encompasses diseases that are most prevalent in low-income countries. These can be infectious diseases or diseases due to malnutrition, unclean water, and examples of poor health behavior. Today, we will be focusing on measles as a disease of poverty. Measles has a very large disparity across social classes and has even been eradicated in certain well-off areas of the world. We will briefly touch on several topics throughout this podcast. We're going to be discussing the history of measles, how contagious it is, and the importance of measles vaccinations, and a global perspective on solutions, and finally, we'll inform you where you may lend a helping hand. Measles, which is discovered in the 9th century, is a disease caused by infectious agents in the bloodstream. In the 19th century, the United States declared it a nationally notifiable disease due to its increasing cases. Each year in the first decade of reporting, an average of 6,000 measles-related deaths were reported. However, by 1981, with the vaccination, the number of reported measles cases had dropped by 80% from the previous year. On the other hand, measles is still prevalent in many impoverished countries. Measles kills more than 95% of people in nations with low capita incomes and poor health facilities. These signs and symptoms of measles include high fever, cough, and runny nose, the progress to cotic slots, and measles rashing forms. Cotic slots are clustered white lesions found in the inside of your mouth. It is especially common in babies and children and can lead to various serious complications, such as encephalitis or brain swelling, if not treated. There is no cure for measles, but ways to combat the disease are allowing those that have contacted the disease to be isolated to reduce the spread. Children who are sick can receive treatment through painkillers like Tylenol and are often given IV fluid. Two dosages of the vaccine are used to prevent the occurrence of measles in children. 
Measles is a viral disease, so treatment is limited. It's also highly contagious. It is considered one of the most infectious diseases in the world. So much so that 90% of people that come in contact with a single infected person will also become infected. Also, the time in which one is contagious is relatively long. The average person is infectious for four days, which results in a very large number of people that will come in contact with them and in turn obtain measles themselves. Measles occurs mostly in childhood and, if obtained, greatly affects disability-adjusted life years. Disability-adjusted life years are a measure of overall disease burden. It is the predicted number of years of life lost due to an ailment. 5.2% of disability-adjusted life years are because of measles in low-income countries, while only 0.2% is because of measles in high-income countries. The 10 countries with the highest incidence rates of measles are developing countries. This means that every year, poor countries have the highest numbers of new measles cases. For example, in DR Congo, 275.73 per 1 million people are infected each year. The DR Congo also has the third highest population of poor citizens globally. When we compare this to the United States, the results are staggering. The rate in the United States is less than one person per 1 million. The DR Congo has an exponentially higher rate of measles with an obvious correlation to average health. As mentioned in the video from the CDC, one must be, quote, relentless in vaccinating children in order to keep the rates of measles low. There must be a 95% vaccine coverage to reach herd immunity. Herd immunity is a term describing a situation in which enough people in the population are vaccinated so that a disease can no longer spread e easily. This usually leads to eradication. In countries such as the United States, the measles vaccine is required in two doses as a requirement to attend public school. This has led to eradication in the United States and also herd immunity. The problem here lies in that low-income countries do not have the money or resources to provide and enforce mandatory vaccinations. Only 53% of children in Sub-Saharan Africa were immunized as of the year 2000, even though the vaccine had existed for 50 years. Moving into talking about some possible solutions and policy implications, measles vaccinations in the United States are usually obtained through a primary care physician or through a health department. However, in developing countries, vaccines are generally distributed through charity work, such as the World Health Organization or Red Cross Foundation. For example, take the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic where many countries like Nepal and Ecuador require aid from organizations like the World Bank in order to achieve vaccinations and tests. Though vaccination rates are very low in poor countries, there are several solutions that we as a country can help to implement in these lower income countries that would help to alleviate or even fix the issue of measles prevalence. One such solution is allowing for a way to acquire vaccinations so that low-income countries are able to re reach the necessary 95% vaccination rate for herd immunity. This could be done through helping to fund and donate towards health organizations in these countries. This allows for and provides the resources for countries to give out more vaccination to their populations. We could also directly send vaccinations to these countries and set up free vaccination areas to allow for a way for lower income populations to be able to acquire vaccinations. These two propositions would greatly increase vaccination rates in low income countries. Another implication of vaccines in some less developed countries that need to be solved is the negative connotation associated with vaccines. Some people may think that vaccinations cause autism, contain microchips, or just don't work at all. This is due to both lack of, neg both lack of education and the spreading of misinformation. 
Helping to educate people would help give them an insight into the spread of diseases and why it is so important to vaccinate against them. Having teachers and researchers who are well informed on the topic to go over to these countries and give speeches to schools and at communal gatherings allow for the message to be heard in a variety of social environments and push the message forward in a positive light. Another way to significantly push forward the issue is to make a UN initiative along with other diseases they are trying to control. The World Health Organization has made great strides in recent history in terms of disease control. Some examples include eradicating polio from the world in 1988 with the Great Polio Eradication Initiative, eradicating smallpox from the world in 1979, and treating tuberculosis around the world to reduce its toil on individual health. With the UN backing this initiative to increase vaccination rates in low-income countries, there will be a lot more resources available to be able to handle this task. Our solutions are broad and take several different approaches to the topic, yet there is one common implication across them all, money. Generally, governments and companies, specifically pharmaceutical companies that create these greatly needed vaccines, are less than willing to dole out several million dollars to eradicate disease in a country that isn't even theirs. They take an almost out of sight, out of mind stance. The most challenging bump that we face in the global eradication of measles is convincing larger forces to spend their money on the people who need it the most. To conclude, measles deaths occur predominantly in low-income countries, which highlights gaps in, in the healthcare system for people to access vaccinations. We use measles as an example, but this is evident in many poverty-enriched countries. It shows that limited access to resources affects their health, livelihood, and access to necessities. Over the course of this podcast, we assess measles as a whole, a general history, common side effects, treatment, and mostly important, how it affects emerging countries at a higher rate and possible solutions to combat this crisis. But now, let's take a step back from measles and look back at a more broad scale. As mentioned in the beginning of this video, measles is classified as a disease of poverty. Now, we, now that we know how large of a problem measles is, Yet with such simple solutions, this can be generalized on a greater scale to other diseases of poverty. These diseases include tuberculosis, malaria, typhoid, HIV AIDS, and many more. Most of these diseases have cures and have even been eradicated in developed countries. Yet in poor areas, they are running rampant. Most American people have access to healthcare systems and mandates. One, of, one such being the enforcement of vaccination which for measles is administered in two doses, even to enter school. However, this is not the case for people in low-income countries, which is why it is so important to find ways to build up herd immunity, like raising funds to decrease the lack of accessible, accessible vaccines. The prime goal is to boost the number of vaccinations among the children by campaigning for additional awareness and knowledge of the disease. It also bridges the gap in access to vaccination sites in developing countries through funding to expand the number of people that can access them. Americans can help in the fight and show their support to end the spread of measles and other diseases of poverty by donating and supporting organizations that will help spread correct information about vaccines and deliver vaccination to these countries. We also need to push for more awareness regarding the severity of this topic and more control over global vaccine equity. We as, well off, we, as a well-off country, need to start the initiative towards global eradication and truly make healthcare equal to everyone, no matter, no matter their socioeconomic status. 
Thank you for thank you for listening to our podcast. Who cares? We hope this has informed you in expanding your knowledge on diseases of poverty and measles.